Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and installment of the Mojo Market Report right here on a feel-good basketball Friday. It is, of course, as always, Dave Sturgio. Chris Gucci, right here at Chop Studios in beautiful downtown Matawan, New Jersey. Is this actually considered downtown? You're a Matawan no. guy. No? Mm-mm. So this is nothing. This is like a stretch. This Isn't Old Bridge Matawan. across the street? I don't even know if we're actually in Matawan. I'm it's pretty like sure Aberdeen, we're in Aberdeen, Old Bridge, and we're right at the point where they all meet. <laughs> so if you want to find us. Quite literally. <laughs> right so there. So yeah, yeah. I don't but know. Some, some might believe that we're in... New York City. So if you if you think that, then then yes, we're coming to you live from the big city. Uh, a lot to get into today, obviously, uh, with the NCAA tournament last night. Two banger games. I uh, hit one of my prop bets that that really, I even texted you about it. I was like, bro, did you see the end of that game? To no response. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. But yet he'll send me a reel on Instagram. Like, yo, how funny is it? One By the way, the reel later. that you sent me. Pow, pow. Like the guy just, oh, yeah. whoo. My God. Uh, but anyway, that's another story for another day. But let's start in the NFL. I know uh, we're going to get into the NCAA stuff, but there's a couple things that popped up on the old, uh, I guess you can call the news cycle yesterday. Uh, two very interesting things, actually. One involving one of my favorite players pretty much of all time, Ezekiel Elliott, and another one involving, I can't even, he's not a free agent quarterback, uh, franchise-tagged quarterback Lamar Jackson. We'll start with Zeke for a second. Uh, yesterday, Reports came out because Schefter put it out there on Twitter, and he said uh, Zeke is down to three teams. And I'm just like, what do you what do you mean down to three teams? Like, what does that mean? And he had mentioned the Cincinnati Bengals. He had mentioned the New York Football Jets, and then he just ruined my night by saying the Philadelphia Eagles were in uh, were think, in the conversation. I think these are how these conversations with Zeke and his people are going right about now. So. Zeke's talking to his people. It could be I don't Rocky, know. which is the name of his agent. His agent, Rocky, maybe his girl, his mom, whatever. The, the Zeke's mom family, follows me on Twitter. Whatever it might be, these guys, these uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll call them, are talking with Zeke, and Zeke's talking about this is what I want, this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. and then everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, and then as soon as Zeke leaves, everybody's like, so who's gonna tell him? <laughs> who's gonna tell him what, Chris? Who's gonna tell him that those teams don't want him? At least that's what I think. Well, according to Zach Taylor, coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, he was asked about the Zeke situation. Taylor came out and said, we're, we're all set over here. We're, we're good. Um, you know, Zeke's a great player, but we're all set. So now that's all of a sudden. That's the only one that makes sense because at in the terms beginning, of a roster need. Beginning of the day, well, Joe Mixon's still there. so like. But Zeke is not the starter. Truth. Mixon and Zeke would be a nice little uh, tandem there. But what I will say is this. What was reported originally was that Zeke – had these like offers on the table. He gets to choose one by the end of the week, but it's turning out that I don't think he has any offers right now. Maybe he does, but like, and, and we said this when he got cut, was there a big market for him? People were saying Tampa, people were saying um, Cincinnati was one that was brought up. Buffalo was brought up because of their running back situation over there um, to be, you know, a supplemental backup. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't think anybody wants him right now, or at least the price that he thinks he can get. You might see a situation where a couple guys go down, and then Zeke has a situation where he could step in and, and get some valuable carries. But pff, come on now, what are we, what are we talking about? The Eagles, they don't even hand the ball off on on short yardage plays. <laughs> so what would be the point? He's literally turned himself into a glorified fullback. Honestly, like that's. I know, it's he coming from it, me. Guys, Listen, it's coming from me because I saw what his role was last year. And did I see some burst at certain times? Sure. Did I see that 
On a second and one, you hand the ball off to Zeke. On a first and goal, you hand it to him three times. He's bound to get in once. Yes, you play that. Those odds. That's that's exactly what his his thing was. But his sixteen million what? His sixteen million dollar cap hit. He's averaging .3 yards a carry from the one. <laughs> Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> he didn't even get the one yard. No, he definitely, listen, he scored a bunch last year. And that's what his agent is probably pitching to the, some of these teams that, hey, listen, you know, my guy can score. My guy's a grinder. My guy, and look, of course, what you saw was videos being put out there by Zeke and his team. of He just looks like he's fresh and he's got burst and he's got this and he's got that. And look, last year, me, if you put out this video, I'm, I'm all hyped. I'm like, let's go. Zeke looks amazing. Here we go. He's going to lead the league in rushing again. And then this year, I'm just like, we've seen this song and dance before, Zeke. And we've seen that this, what you produce on the field. And I love Ezekiel Elliott, the player. Look, so nobody's I just don't know his value Zeke, right now. Zeke is not a, a talented guy. He's, an athlete. He's athletic. I mean, he played in the NFL for almost 10 years at this point. Seven. Almost 10. So <laughs> when you see Zeke working out on Instagram, it's going to look like, oh, wow, that guy's he's in shape. He yells a lot. So is everyone else <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> With the ball in It's like, let me see any running back in the league working out. They all look great. They all look like they they belong in the NFL. Um, so that's Zeke. Uh, so that's Zeke and his agent. His agent, Rocky, is a certified agent in the NFL to negotiate contracts. What Lamar Jackson doesn't have is a certified agent that can negotiate contracts. What in God's name is happening with Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I don't Yesterday, know. the news breaks that or there was a memo sent out to the league. Um, uh, and Schefter put this out, too. He said there was a memo put out to the league that there's a guy. What's his name? Francis? Art? No. Is it Art Francis or something? You got the name? But anyway, that there's somebody that's, I, I guess, talking for Lamar Jackson. Now, the problem is... In the NFL, there's rules and regulations to this stuff. You don't just get to – like me and Chris can't go out to, you know, the backup tight end of the of the Jets and be like, look, man, I'm going to negotiate all your deals for you. Uh, what do you do for a living? Well, I run a sports media company, and that's what I'm – I'm definitely qualified. But did anybody see what he was actually – this guy does for him? No. I, 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 all I know is the memo was sent out almost like a, hey, imposter alert. Do not negotiate with this guy. He is not certified to negotiate this contract. And all of a sudden, Lamar Jackson, you said he put out a tweet about 20 minutes after the memo tweet came out. So Lamar Jackson is just, what he's doing right now is, A, not any favors for himself. Uh, B, like harming his negotiation skills. Because if you just bring one of your boys in to just try to negotiate your deal because he's better at numbers than you are, like it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And keep in mind, the Ravens did offer him a contract. He turned it down, right? So Lamar was able to get that number on into the, the circle and into the wave and into the I denied this and blah, blah, blah. That means he def, definitely negotiated something. But he has to finish the job. He has to put the pen to paper, and he's doing it with a fake agent, I guess you can call him. What, are you reading it more into this? Like, yeah, I mean, you like, catching I, up I, can't speed? Even, I, I wish I could wrap my head around all this as I'm reading it, but it's just – I don't know if Lamar is is there's like a um, there's a tweet put out there and it's the Ben Affleck meme. I don't know if you know the one where he's like just with a cigarette in his hand, he just can't take it anymore. Yeah, right. Um, and Great put, meme, it's by okay way. to not be okay or something about. The, but then it's like almost like it's a tongue in cheek way of doing it, which I'm fine with. I'm not saying he's making uh, light of mental health or this or that. Like he's probably going through a lot of stuff right now, right? If he turns on any network ever, they're they're dragging him but, right now. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I don't want to. I want to choose my words carefully here because I think Lamar has almost every right to be in the position that he's in. I don't think he's worth the money he's asking for, but. I'm typically always on the player side of these things because the team will cut you in a heartbeat. So while you have this value, you got to go after it and get it. And then we see terrible contracts out there. Um, I think Ozzie Newsom was talking about the Sean Watson contract yesterday, and he was like, yeah, we, you know, where we're at right now is we're trying to figure out if that's the new norm or is that an outlier. I think around the league it's understood outlier. that that's an outlier. 100%. There's no way that that's going to be Which is why the they're already renegotiating, like doing restructuring and stuff. And they honestly, screwed up. I might have picked that quote from months ago because whatever. As I'm reading Still this stands. right now, bro, I'm looking through it and it's like it's a mess. It's things that I, I, I thought happened yesterday and I'm finding out they happened two weeks ago. They just came out yesterday. In other words, Lamar Jackson doesn't have a team. I feel like it's just going to get It uglier. is the Ravens, technically. Let's be technical. Yeah, He's not a free meme, agent. In the meme, uh, in all fairness to Lamar, there was a Photoshop job done to the meme, and he was wearing a Ravens jersey in the meme. There you so go. So there you go. Ravens fans, you could breathe a little bit easier based just on Just a little bit, but that. not a lot of it. <laughs> but I just think it's going to get uglier before it gets better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that there's any teams, especially with the way Lamar is acting now. It seems like Lamar may be spinning out a little bit. Wouldn't you, um, after all this stuff? Like, I, I feel like what you're doing is being dragged through this, this yes whole thing. No. Yes but the no. problem is this is very, very self-inflicted because you don't have a guy to help yeah, you. Yeah, I think I think that's what he's starting to realize Guy or girl, now. whatever, an agent. Um, you would be better off spending a little bit of money because the agent will probably negotiate a better deal for you anyway. So 100%. the money, you, you might lose a little bit, but you take yourself out of this situation. Right now, Lamar... He, I wouldn't say he brought this situation on himself. I won't go as far as that because everybody has a right to do things the way they'd like. But this is a unique situation here where you're trying to get record-setting deals right. without an agent. I think just in the sense of, and now hear me out here, I think there's relationships with these agents and these, and these teams. Yeah, of course. And when somebody goes against the system that's been in place for other people to make a ton of money off of you, and now Lamar's saying, no, 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 that system doesn't quite work for me. I don't want to sit here and say that there's any type of collusion because there's a ton of teams that will, if the price was right, they would say, yeah, collude this. I'm taking them. You 100%. Know? So I don't think that's the case. But there is a thing where it's like they might be like, look, we don't want to talk to you, bro. You know, I'm not well, negotiating now, with They got a whole memo sent out. Like, don't talk to this guy. He ain't real. <laughs> like, he's I a can't figment of an Lamar imagination. Was the tweet after that because it's seemingly deleted now, obviously. Did he delete it? It's like either that or he blocks you. You know how fast. And I don't think he blocked me. He blocks you. You know how fast people are on the internet. Like you put out a tweet for less than a nanosecond and it's going to be out there for the rest of your life because somebody's going to screenshot it and you're going to have. Bro, Conor McGregor, just so we could be clear, just to go off uh, topic a little bit. Conor McGregor is the, the, you know what deleted tweets are? It's like a method. What do you mean? You know, like these athletes. This is a really these, funny meme, by the way. Yeah. These <laughs> yeah. athletes and these guys, sometimes when you want to stir controversy, mm-hmm. you say something a little bit crazy and you're like, oh, I thought better of it. Connor deletes tweets on, he would like post a tweet that he knows he's going to delete in one second mm. because he knows that's a better story. It's like, so just to a tweet just, and delete. Just to kind of give you some context behind it because of what I just researched, Tom Pelissero. Said Ken Francis is a Florida man who most recently was pitching a home fitness invention. Yes, that's it. He's I'm a gym told. guy. He now is trying to negotiate a nine-figure contract with the NFL teams who are being told they're not allowed to talk to him, right? 
Lamar Jackson, stop lying. That man never tried to negotiate for me. That's what he retweeted, Lamar. So he might have blocked you. <laughs> um, but then, like, two hours later, Lamar puts out, my business partner, Ken, and I will be dropping the entire, quote, uh, hashtag the entire gym this summer, which is his business. So, yeah, he has a business partner. But that's, like, literally this. This is literally this. If me and you were to go somewhere and we have to go sign a contract and none of us are agents, I'm going to say, Chris, I don't want to do this. Go negotiate my contract for me. <laughs> it's like, are you a licensed guy? No, I'm not. Yeah, do it anyway. <laughs> like, we're talking nine figures here. You can't just – and look, he just said stop lying. So Lamar is denying that Ken has gone around to the league. So, so, it, so lends, it lends he's a little bit to the fact right of where, where I watched this happen last year too with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. The teams will smear a player. Oh, 100%, publicly. dude. They don't care. That's why, you, that's why we both side with the player nine times out of ten because the teams will move on from you like that. It's so, so crazy because I'll side with the player nine times out of ten. The player goes – Back on the team side. <laughs> They're smart. They're smart. <laughs> the team did the right thing, right? But it all depends. Lamar Jackson's situation just keeps getting funkier by the day. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just crazy. So, anyway, last night, did y'all mm. dance with us? Did you mm. dance with us? I hope you did because I texted Chris as soon as it happened. Um, this kid, Marquise Noel, he had himself a night, man. And that's one of the games I want to cover. There was a, a beatdown. Uh, UConn destroyed Arkansas. 88-65. UConn moves on. A fun story in Florida. <laughs> Florida Atlantic takes down Tennessee. Um, the number nine seed is in the Elite Eight, so that's fun. But the game that I watched thoroughly was my Kansas State. My Kansas State. Kansas State and Michigan State. Now we talked about Tom Izzo. Dude, every time I see him on the sidelines, he was like smirking, smiling, just like, ah, I've been here a million times. This is fun. This is fun. Right? Kansas State is playing their asses off in this game. But Noel, so there was one moment, and you have to watch this. I know you probably didn't see the actual moment. But I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this kid, first of all, sets an NCAA record for assists, 19 assists last night, right? 10 in the first half. Uh, he is just dishing off dimes left and right. But my favorite assist of the night was he's dribbling the ball down the court. He's looking over at his coach. Coach is yelling. I'm talking yelling at him like, call this play. I might call timeout. And Noel's doing this. Shut up. Shut up, coach. And, bro, while looking at the coach, floats one up, a no-look alley-oop to score and flush it home. I was like, dude, this is incredible. I wonder if that was the actual play. That's what I'm saying. I think they're all in on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, was, it looked incredible. But he he hits the very end of the game. He picks one off, takes one down the court, lays it in as the buzzer. You didn't have to do it. He didn't need it. But he needed it for my liquid prop bet, and it slapped on the very last second. Wasn't even needed at all. But I slapped that. We both said Kansas State was a fun story, that Tom Izzo of Michigan State was going to be a problem. But I, I, this game, again, I'm excited to see him now. Kansas State will take on Florida Atlantic in the Elite Eight over the weekend. So that's going to be exciting as well. Uh, but again, we said it was going to be the main event, and it absolutely was. Last night, Gonzaga, UCLA, the two seed, the three seed. This is seed. my city. What? This is my city. <laughs> exactly. Um, last night, crazy end of the game. 12 seconds left, Bailey hits a three-pointer. For UCLA, they were down two. Um, you would think that like, in typical NCAA fashion – 12 seconds left is like a lifetime, right? Like, you can get down the court. You don't even have to call timeout. You just go. You go down the court, do what you got to do. These guys dribble down the court pretty much effortlessly, not even contested. And I know UCLA was kind of setting 
up defense towards the back end there. Yeah, I think that. But Strother they, hits this three pointer and they bang. took him by surprise. I think the the thought process on the defense was all right. They're going to play last shot. Yes, and they didn't. They did they, not. They took the first open look. Not only was this an open oh look, it was God. from a different area. If, code. By the way, if he does not make that shot, he's getting crucified. Crucified. Why are you taking that and shot? So. What the hell are you doing? I can't believe you did this. <laughs> so that's an incredible game. And now Gonzaga will be taking on UConn over the weekend in the Elite Eight. So th- those games, again, they're great. It's been fun. This tournament has been nothing but bananas. And now tonight, we have another four, um, a couple bangers. The one I want to talk about right off the rip is San Diego State taking on Alabama. Now, look, I want to I want to go two for two on my announced prop plays, but I did I did announce a couple prop plays last night. But the one that I really really was into was the Noel one. The one I'm really really into tonight is in this Alabama game, and it's Brandon Miller. Okay, now here's the thing: Alabama is fifth in the nation in possessions. They're a fast team; they like to possess the ball. So I I just think there's going to be enough possessions for Brandon Miller to do his thing. Right now, his line is set at 18.03. He averages 19 points a game this season. Um, He scored 23 points in the SEC Conference Final, so you know he's capable of doing this. He's potentially, what I've read, potentially the number two overall pick in the NBA draft coming up. So this kid is prime and ready for the spotlight. Give me his over tonight. I think he shows out. Uh, He has been battling a little bit of a groin injury, but that's where I'm going with tonight. Alabama looks, I mean, look, they're one seed for a reason. I think that San Diego State will give him a run. But overall, Alabama is just too fast, bro. They're too fast of a team. And you know, guard play and, and just all that. We talked about it yesterday. That kind of basketball will win nine times out of I ten. Think, I think I'm going to take San Diego State in this one only for the simple fact <laughs> that um, Nick Saban is fading his own team. I did, I did see Saban some of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alabama basketball. Uh, yeah. I personally do not know enough about that situation to even touch on it, but it's kind of crazy when you really think about it's it. It's Nick Saban. He's been a lifer, or technically. Yeah, um, it feels but, like he's been a lifer. You know, but Saban, yeah. Potential be- top three pick, it seems like they're protecting him a little bit. But I have no idea about that situation, so I'm not going to go into that. But it is wild. It is a very wild situation. Place. Think about the NFL. Think about any other sporting organization when something like this of that magnitude is even in the news cycle. But, Guys get suspended yeah, and dropped off the face that, of the earth. Hopefully his groin is okay for Dave's prop bet. Yes. For all of your prop bets, too, so do it. Um, obviously, my uh, Houston, Miami, Houston is absolutely loaded. One of the better teams going into, one of the best teams going into this uh, entire thing. For me, it's Marcus Sasser. Keep your eye on him. His line right now is set at 15.25. He's averaged just under 17, but as we get closer and closer to the Elite Eight, Final Four, these stars will show out. So I'm all about the overs right now. Um, I'm all, yeah, last round drops 22. So it's not, it's not, Impossible out of the realm. Um, I'm in on him. I think the fun run, unfortunately, Chris, for Princeton might come to a very hard screeching halt. (laughs) I love the Prince. Obviously, that's a fun story. Um, It's New Jersey. New Jersey stand up every year. It seems like one team from New Jersey shows out. But Creighton is just, they're just, (laughs) they're a good team. They've always been a good team. um, I don't know anything about Princeton. Besides well, the fact that they've it's an Ivy League school, located in New Jersey. Good run, boys. Yeah, um, Coach McDermott is going to have uh, Creighton playing tonight, and I think, like I said, fun run, good story. We'll see how it all plays out. Clearly, New Jersey's rooting for Princeton right now, um, but 
We'll see. And, of course, uh, later on tonight, Xavier in Texas, the one I'm looking at right now, Jerome Hunter. Keep your eyes on him. His point line, very low, um, is set at 10.86. He averages just under 8, right? So it's just like, all right, Dave, why are you taking the over in this one? Um, he's averaging 18 points through the first two rounds of the tournament. So the kid's starting to pick up and heat up at the right time. Yeah, so give me Jerome that. Hunter. You're fading that? I'm going to fade it. I'm going to explain why. Go ahead. Ready? Explain why. Because the first two rounds of the tournament, he probably played against competition that don't he exist. hasn't seen all year. Well, that, yeah. That easy competition like that. Sure, and I'm not saying that not the teams bad... that made the tournament, right. but now you're bumping into a much better defensive team. And then if you're looking at his season, bro, I don't trust anybody that can't put up double digits consistently. If you're averaging eight points, it means that like sometimes you might even get only like two field goal attempts in a game because they're not running the offense through him. I want to know what, what the bigs look like. On the other side. <laughs> so the, the Texas bigs? Yeah. They're a bunch of big boys in Texas. That's how they're bred. Um, but anyway, that is the NCAA tournament. I'm excited about that. Obviously, uh, by the time we talk on Monday morning, we will have a Final Four set. So exciting basketball coming your way this weekend. The Elite Eight, the Sweet 16 tonight, Elite Eight over the weekend. Uh, NBA games of relevance before we get out of here last night. I, I just... <clears throat> the Knicks just can't seem to get out of their own way right now. Beep, uh, yeah, beep. they're uh, I know. Sound of the Knicks backing into the playoffs. That is the sound of the Knicks backing into the playoffs right now because the Knicks lost again. They're loser of three straight. Um, it, it's not. It's not like a pretty four and six in their last ten. They seem to be still trenched in the five seed right now. The Nets are uh, a game and a half back with just a couple to play. But the problem is the Nets lost last night two. The said aforementioned Cleveland Cavaliers. So the Cavs are kind of sitting there saying, all right, we got the four. We'll see the Knicks in the first round. We'll see how that goes out. Um, Kawhi Leonard, obviously another great game out of him as the Clippers go off in a much-needed game because they're trying to stay. Obviously, the Clippers would love to be the four uh, and host the five seed, but right now they're sitting at the five. The Suns, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, the Mavericks, they're all in striking distance. The West is bonkers. I love it, uh, especially down the stretch like this. And I said at one point the regular season doesn't matter. Well, here we are. Here we are, man. Some of the greatest basketball happening right now. Teams are getting hot down the stretch. So uh, definitely keep your eyes and ears open and glued to the Mojo app as they drop all their prop bets throughout the course of the day. Obviously, you can bet money lines, technically, if that's what you that's the terminology we're using. Money lines on these games tonight for the Sweet 16. So get yourself involved with that. Follow us right now on the Twitter, the Instagram, and, of course, the, I almost said MySpace, the TikTok, which is almost like the same thing. But um, you can do that. Follow us there. We appreciate you, as always. And, of course, join the Discord in a daily conversation to get your uh, all your picks in and get the suggestions that everybody else within the Mojo community are doing out there. So that'll do it. That'll be a show. That's a feel-good Friday. We got some sports to talk about come Monday morning. We'll see if Zeke winds up anywhere over the weekend. Are you making a paper airplane? Yeah, Zeke's not going anywhere, bro. Oh, you think it's going to be one of those, like, last... I think like, it's going to be, like, a Shady McCoy, like... It's, it's November. It's a crappy, crappy airplane. I try to do it, well, first of all. Wow, okay. Can't I even get the thing off I try to do it quick because you were, usually it takes a little bit longer for you to get off. So I was like, I need another fold. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> on the other side, For Dave Sergio, Chris by. Gucci, there's going to be a plane coming your way. Wow, right by the camera. We hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you guys here on Monday. <laughs>